them. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not, cause the dreams bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Close to the ones here today. Close to the ones that we lost on the way, cause the dreams bring back all the memories, and the memories bring back, memories bring back you. Brookfield Boys, Part 8. Gang fight. Well, <clears throat> I guess I made an enemy with the dean. From what I understand from Simon, the dean and the coach got together with the football team, and they're going to give them carte blanche to the team to put an end to us once and for all. Of course, <clears throat> it's unsanctioned. So this never happened, this meeting between the coach and the dean and the captain of the football team. Man, this Simon, did I pick the right guy for this? He's got a whole spy network going on in that school. So that next Wednesday meeting that we had at my house, the thing is we had no spies with us because we knew everybody and everybody that was in that basement knew to keep their mouths shut. It was amazing what we had created after Bill was talking, done talking for like uh, five minutes or whatever it was about the minutes of everything happening. I got up three stairs to talk to everybody on the bully pulpit. I said, if you think you're a tough guy, I want you on pull side of the basement, which is if we're facing the basement, remember, the left where the couch is. And if you think, if you don't think you're tough, I want you on the bar side. They figured out what I was saying because there was no pool table. <laughs> okay, as soon as I said bar, I probably should have started with that, folks. I know. I think one dummy didn't get it. Always a weak link in every chain. And boy, does he regret it that because everyone started laughing at him. Remember, there's a knee wall between the two. And I said, Sam, you're a tough guy. Get over on the other side. Oh, I am? <laughs> oh, boy. I didn't say smart. I said tough. Oh. Oh, okay. So he went over to the tough guy 
half of the basement. Okay, and what I'm saying now, what I'm seeing while I'm looking around here, we're about equal. Now, you guys on the side of the bar that aren't tough, I want you to go over and pick a tough guy and shake his hand and make sure you know his name and he knows yours. They didn't know what I was doing, but they did it. Okay, everybody is paired up pretty much, right? Right, everyone scream. What's going on? There's going to be a gang fight with the jocks. We got some good intel. That is probably going to be this weekend. You guys that aren't tough, you're going to pair up with a tough guy. So that only gives us 70 guys. Get it? Instead of 140, if we cut that down in half, we only got 70 guys. But they're pairs. Okay, if you stick together, whoever your body is or buddy is, you're unstoppable. I want everybody here to work out something with each other. If this happens, you're going to have my back. If that happens, you're going to have my back. They're going to be distracted. Pick your shot and take it to him and hit only one guy. I want you to pick out a guy and you two are going to go after him. Do you understand? If they go after the big guy, you little guys, get on the back of that guy and start scratching his eyes out, yanking on his ears, poking his eyes, whatever it takes to distract him so the your tough guy can get a good shot in. Do you under... Ah, we got it. Now we got it. Okay. You guys are going to be one. You two guys are one. They're not fighting one guy. They're fighting two as one. Are you understanding what I'm saying now? Figure it out now. Well... This was not what they thought they were coming for. They thought they were coming for going to be a regular Wednesday night. Everybody was going to be by their phones Friday night, and we're going to find out where the, the party is. No, this time we're going to find out where the fight is by Friday. Whoever don't show up, I want their name. You're letting someone else down. If you don't show up for your tough guy, you're letting that tough guy down. 
If I don't find you, he will. And if you tough guys don't show up for your guys, I'll find you. Believe me. I'll know because they're going to come tell me. And I'm going to have to take care of them. So bear that in mind, tough guys. Simon came up to me and said, they want to have it at the school parking lot. Okay, listen up. The fight's at the school parking lot. I bent over to Simon and I said, what time? He said, 6 o'clock. Okay, 6 o'clock. That means we're going to meet at this grocery store, and I named it, at 5.30. Anybody that can get a van, get it. The more vans, the better. Somebody in the back said, why? I said, because I want them to see only, say, six vans and maybe ten cars. They'll think they have us beat right away until we pile out of the vans and get everyone started cheering. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Get with your partner. Talk to each other. If this happens, I want you to do that, that kind of stuff. Get it done, guys. You can do it and drink. By the by the way, cheering went up. So that day finally came that Friday. I was in one of the vans and I had already decided we were gonna park on the street and not in the parking lot. Never where our cars are trapped. So we need we did I looked over and out the window, and there must have been 200 guys there, no kidding. And what we have? 70. And you know, by now, from past episodes, I watch a lot of TV, and I love John Wayne. And one of his famous sayings is, well, it's a good day to die. And I said it. Maybe I should have used that cliche, but it came out when I I was kind of taken back by all the bodies. So, so what? You know, what's that? One and a half to whatever? Oh, well. It's out there. We lined up. Two lines. We had like 150 guys and they had us outnumbered a little by 50 or 60 guys. So what? Two to one. What's that mean? Nothing. That's all? All these guys were big though. And we had, you know, Little guys and big guys, so half and half. But what they didn't know is we had a plan, and I'm sure they didn't. They didn't have no plan. They were just coming to kick butt 
and they thought we weren't smart. Okay, I'm waiting for the cat to meow when it's all, it was that quiet. You know, one of those karate movies and then the fight starts. Yeah, that. And uh, there's probably 10 feet between us. All of a sudden, at the end of the row, and the row was probably 50 foot long, four deep, something like that. Little guys were in the back, and they knew what to do. A lone security guard came walking between us, swear to goodness. You have to remember now, back then we still had respect. This is all back in the 70s. You know, people are different now. They take guns, and we only used our fist. You know, we were taught respect to a certain degree. Anyways, this one lone security guard is talking, walking between us and saying, I know of a lot of you, and you know who I am. For those that don't, I'm an off-duty cop. And I moonlight here as a security guard. And he's saying this loud enough that both crowds can hear because we aren't saying a word. Now, I know all of you guys are here for the basketball game, right? And the jock started saying, yes, sir, we're here for the game. And our side started saying, yes, we're here for the game, too. Okay, so I suggest you get into the gym and start watching the game or get out of here. Okay? And Simon came over and to me, and I said, go over and tell them we'll meet at the Brookfield Pool. Got it? When? Now, I said. So he went and told everybody, and so nobody went into the gym. Everybody got in their cars. Now, these guys were running probably three to a car, two to a car, even some one to a car. We had like six vans, and... uh you know, say 10 cars, full. We're going to Brookfield Pool. We're going to meet in the parking lot. Tell everyone to park. And that's what they were saying. And we were telling everyone, park by Pinner's house. Do not park by the pool. So nobody gets trapped. Simon and his four guys ran to each car telling them. So we had the message and all the vans knew. So we started driving. Nowhere we were, 
Now, where we were, it was a straight shot from the high school to the pool. It had to have been like three miles. And I was in one of the lead cars. And it was so cool because it was dark out now. And everyone had their headlights on. Just before we turned where the pool, on the street where the pool is, we had to make a right. I looked back, and it was so cool. Remember, Pinner lives there on the corner. And uh, I looked in the back window, and for two miles, no kidding, all you could see was headlights, one right after another. I thought to myself, that's kind of beautiful. Man. Oh, well. Everyone parked away from the pool and the jocks, like I said, they had no plan. Parked on both sides of the street on the block of the pool. 20 or 30 cars, no kidding. And a bunch inside the parking lot. What a cool sight to see when we went into the, when they went into that parking lot pool. I thought, cool, we got them. Nobody has made a noise yet. And so none of the neighbors knew we were there, see. We were in two clumps of people and so one of the guys went and pointed his finger at me and pointed on my chest and he said something I don't remember who cares it was stupid and I pointed my finger back at him and yeah on his chest And honest to God, I was sucked into this clump of bodies. Everybody was piling on me. Honest to goodness, I couldn't breathe. You're talking 200 guys on top of me, maybe more. You know, I was losing consciousness. I couldn't breathe all of a sudden. It was the weirdest feeling in the world. I could feel cold on my back and somebody was grabbing my arm are you okay d yeah what happened well they grabbed you and and went nuts and uh but it's working just like you wanted it to and and i looked around and two guys were chasing one guy all over in the place You could see two guys chasing another guy. It's working. Thank God I thought to myself, you know, once you get that guy down and he ain't getting up, then you go find another guy, you know, and so on and so on. They may have you outnumbered for a minute, but if you keep up like that, it'll only take two minutes and, How long does a fight last? 30 seconds, if you're doing everything right. But I was mad. And when I get mad, I get... 
And like somebody once said to me, if you lose your head, your ass goes with it. Okay, well, that there punked me and sucked me in like that. I said, when you're done beating up your guy, I want every window that belongs to these jocks broken. Really, said somebody. I said, now. All of a sudden, I heard smash, 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 smash. And so they had to finish beating up their guy if they wanted to partake in the smashing of the window. And everyone of their windows now, everyone over here now, I said, and they all started running towards me. I said, within five minutes, there are going to be cops everywhere. I want everyone to disappear now, including me. I'm out of here. And I had Kubi waiting down the street. I didn't want him involved at all. You, he wouldn't have been able to do anything but get his glasses broken anyways. And he was my getaway driver. And, you know, he says, where to, Bob? I said, take me home and you go home and right to bed. What? Like you were never here, bro. Get it? You were never here. Where was I? Make something up. You came home. You went for a drive and you came home. You weren't here. And uh, your parents will vouch for you because you're home now. And you look normal and your glasses aren't broken. Oh, shut up. (laughs) boy. Anyways, one thing you do know is that you weren't with me. Do it now. Okay, I got it, Bob. I got it. All the guys had gotten away. I made sure. And I went home and took off my shoes and laid in bed. I knew what was coming next. I just didn't know how bad. There was a pounding at the door about 15 minutes later. That got, It's rough waiting for um, your execution and... No, it's coming, and you didn't get a last meal, and uh, they're going to put you on the wall and to the firing squad, and you know they're coming to your cell. That type of pounding. And you already know who it is. So I just pretended like I was sleeping. <laughs> Funny story I'll tell you another time about slump. They came in with their flashlights instead of turning on the light, morons. Bob, such and such, yeah, what's going on? Don't play dumb with us. What are you talking about? You know, typical lying. Well, we need you to come down to the station. Okay, can I put my shoes on? Hurry up. 
Please be quiet. I'm trying to do a podcast down here.